On today's Into Your Head number 635 for Saturday, breakfast in a sanatorium, how evolution will triumph over Miriam Webster, breaking an amoeba's legs, stool shapes, touchscreen devices for cats, biology versus space exploration, going to hell in a handbasket, how to worry about the world properly, biscuits versus bars, the true story of a monkey who was really a duck, and lots more, with me, your humble proprietor, Neil from Hello. We have a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Uh, topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of... Uh, topics coming out of this mouth. This mouthful... Oh, this mouthful orifice uh, in the oh, in the middle of the lower region of my face. Uh, that's where it's located, in case you're wondering. It's in the middle of the lower region of my face. Uh, somewhere around a quarter of the way between my chin and my forehead, I'd estimate. Uh, it's a rough, very rough estimate. I'm not a frigging surgeon, uh, nor am I a facial expert on some crime and investigation uh, programme. And even if I was, uh, I wouldn't be a real one. I'd be an actor playing that they're not real people on those programs, you know. Those are actors. Uh, they're being portrayed by actors. Uh, it's hard. I can never figure out whether it's an actor or a person portrayed by an actor. Because if it's a person portrayed by an actor, uh, I don't know. What do you call it? It's if you're watching CSI and you see an actor portraying a, a policeman. Is that a, is that a policeman portrayed by an actor or is that an actor portraying a policeman? Which is or is it both? Because if it's both, you'd expect to see two people. You'd see the actor there, and then you'd look at a slight angle, and you'd see the character. It'd be all oh, be like one of those little, uh, one of those little visual tricks that you see on Facebook, where they say, "Look at this from an angle, then close your eyes for ten seconds, uh, then look straight up into the ceiling, and then hit yourself over the head with a hammer, and then oh, uh, get out your cat and have a look at your cat, and tell us what a look, tell us what you see." Uh, do you see a face? Do you see a cat's face with whiskers coming out of it? Uh, do you see a cat's eyes? Uh, do you see a cat's nose? Do you see a cat scratching you in the face? Uh, just removing uh, some of the elements of your face. Uh, that's probably... Anyway, where was I? Uh, no idea. Uh, no idea. Where the fuck was I? Uh, hello and welcome to the show, though. Into your head. Two cats walk into a sanitarium. Uh, one of the cats straight away goes up to the uh, up to the bar counter or the checkout or wherever they have in a sanitarium and says, "Hello, uh, can I uh, hold on a minute? I have to look up on Google what a sanitarium is for the purposes of this story. I probably should check this beforehand, uh, but no, this is all done on the fly. So pardon me for a second. Sanitarium, and uh, let's have a look." Now, sanitarium from Wikipedia. Uh, sanitarium may refer to an alternate spelling of sanatorium, which may refer to a medical facility for long-term illness or a health-orientated result resort, depending on religion. Uh, it's also a place in California. And several other things, a song by Metallica. I think we'll go with the uh, health-oriented re- health result. 
resource depending on religion. Uh, so, two cats walk into a sanatorium. Uh, one of the cats straight away goes up to the altar and says, Hello, I'm sick. Can I lie down on this altar here and see if I get cured? Uh, maybe wave your hand. Maybe someone wave their hands over me and we'll do some chanting. I assume that's what goes on in a sanatorium. I don't know. Uh, either way, I'm a cat so I can ex be excused for being ignorant on the topic. Anyway, the cat goes up to the altar altar or what he assumes to be an altar but is in fact oh it's actually a breakfast table it's a communal breakfast table but he's a cat he can't be expected to know the, don't be accusing a cat of being ignorant a cat is not doesn't need to know all the elements of our uh, human society a cat is not all fair with that sort of thing nor should he be you don't you don't know how to catch a fucking bird so don't expect the cat to know everything about our uh, whatever the hell the sanitarium is which is the cat's supposed to do get out his fucking eye telephone and look up wikipedia and oh no have you ever tried to use a touchscreen device with claws it doesn't work very well i can tell you you can be damn sure to hell as christ that if a cat had an eye telephone it would be scratched to death in no time absolutely fucking ridiculous anyway the cat goes up to uh what he thinks is the altar but is in fact a breakfast table and he says i'm going to sit down here now on the uh, on the altar table and the other cat says uh, cat uh, companion uh, please don't do that I believe that sort of thing is considered disrespectful uh, even though uh, that looks more like a breakfast table than an altar to me uh, but no I wouldn't do that you don't want to be going around causing offence uh, causing offence and uh, disarray starting up uh, next to if you do that sort of thing you get people coming along and they'd have protests they'd have protests all over the world uh, that cat sat on a breakfast table that resembles an altar and to some of us is an altar to some of us it's a breakfast table to some of us it's like that old advertisement that used to be on the television in the 1980s they say it's a biscuit no it's a bar it's a biscuit no it's a bar and uh, the upshot of it all would be that this particular confectionery item was a uh, biscuit and a bar combined I forget what it was was it like Vicky something I don't know uh, some sort of crap anyway it's a biscuit it's a bar it's a biscuit it's a, it doesn't fucking matter what it is well you cram it down your gullet and swallow it uh, as long as you use wash it down with a bit of coffee and then you don't have to over analyze your food like this you're just going to dip it in your coffee and eat it and 10 minutes later you'll have forgotten it ever happened and uh, you'll forget about it until you go to the toilet six hours later and you sit down with your eye telephone you sit on the toilet and you wait for it to come out and you probably don't even think about her much then you don't you don't think as it comes out you think you don't think oh i wonder is this the big biscuit i had this morning or is it last night's dessert will i have a look at it no you wouldn't do that you would well probably not there's probably occasions when you might need to do that uh, when you're investigating investigating a mysterious uh, medical condition and the doctor has told told you you better have a look at your stool uh, we need to examine your doctors love looking at your stools they say tell me all about your stools and not the ones that you sit on the ones that come out of the thing that you sit on although I suppose if it was an emergency and you're on the bus on the way home uh, you'd probably end up sitting on it but that's unplanned uh, but oh tell me about your stools and the patient will say uh, well doctor my stools 
Uh, I've got a, I've got one with three legs, and to be perfectly honest, uh, it takes ages to come out. It's not very comfortable for me. And then I have another one that's tall. It's like a bar stool with four legs. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't really think my, uh, my crop should be forming itself into furniture. Oh, oh, oh that's just a little joke for you, doctor. Uh, no, no, seriously, my stools they're soft and brown and round, round as be damned. They're perfectly, they're perfectly round ball shaped thing uh, they'd probably uh, pass as uh, footballs for the World Cup soccer tournament uh, they're, they're just the right shape to probably pass all the requirements I could probably make them to order uh, if I put my mind to it but no I've other things on my mind at the moment if you don't mind me saying so and I thought this was a two cats walk into a sanitarium story anyway and the doctor will say ah, well it was but to be perfectly honest we weren't comp- we're still not completely sure what a sanitarium is and we don't really know where we're going with that so it switched over to uh, you being in my uh, doctor surgery talking about your stools uh, which I appreciate is a little uh, distasteful and vulgar it's not really this so if you're one of the many you listeners who've arrived at this program in the last week or so thanks to uh, me rising up the iTunes uh, chart last weekend uh, don't worry we don't usually talk about this sort of thing here we talk about cats a lot all right we talk about monkey nuts uh, but no we don't talk about soft round stools or hard not round stools or whatever i uh, no, no. it's interesting though uh, that they can be hard a lot of the time which is very uncomfortable but they don't come in odd shapes you don't get a square one uh, with a big long bit coming out of the end of it oh no absolutely fucking fine isn't the human body fantastic the human body uh, it's a fount of all things interesting, I can tell you. If we all lived inside a giant human body, uh, rather than on this uh, rock that's going around the sun in the huge universe, I can tell you we'd never get bored. We'd spend our whole lives exploring other parts of the human body, trying to find out what this red stuff going around was, uh, trying to find out how their brain works, and all sorts of absolutely fucking fa- fascinating. We get all excited saying, oh look, we're in this huge universe there's uh, oh there's planets being discovered every day billions of miles away and oh no you can get all the same amount of excitement just by living in uh, one human body it's all in there's got it all it's got electrons and neurons and cells and things spinning around other things just like in the universe uh, except it's all in one place uh, one place you even have a little uh, little uh, life in there you have little bits of amoebas uh, can you have a bit of an amoeba I don't know. If you break off a bit of an amoeba, a single-celled organism, if you could get hold of that and break one of its legs off, uh, would that cause an atomic explosion? I don't know. I didn't pay much attention in biology class or chemistry class or physics for that matter. Uh, Anyway, suffice to say, on with the show. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, oh Christ, uh, oh Christ, you're thinking, you're thinking, oh fucking hell, uh, Christ to hell in the, to hell on the bat shit, or is that the phrase? No, to hell, to hell on the, something, no, there's something like that, to hell on the fish pike, or to hell on the cloud burst, or something, uh, to hell on the, 
fish stick, something like that. I can't remember the exact. Let's look her up now, uh, will we? Well, I'll look her up. You don't have to look her up. I'll do it for you. I'll patronize you and I'll do a Google search because I know that's very difficult. Oh, to hell in a handbasket. Is that it? Uh, to hell in a and yeah, that's right, the hell in the handbasket. Uh, let's find out what it means though, because I don't want to leave you worrying about this for the rest of the day, thinking I wonder what he meant by that. Uh, well, I don't know what he meant by that, it just came to mind. Uh, let's see, uh, it's an American alliterative locution of unclear origin which describes a situation headed for disaster without effort or great haste so that's what you're thinking you're thinking oh christ oh fucking hell he's going to hell in a handbasket well don't worry about it i don't believe in hell for one thing and even if that's just a metaphor for something uh neither of us uh, knew up till now what it was a metaphor for so i think we're okay there's no point worrying over stuff that you don't understand uh, i don't know what the square root of uh, pi or square times 52 is either uh, but me worrying about her all day isn't going to help anyone it's not going to help anyone uh, no more than uh, what else uh, I don't know the president of the United States worrying about uh, whether the ice is melting fast enough to uh, cool down his coffee or whether he needs to get more milk which would involve uh, oh more cows grazing which will probably uh, speed up global warming He's probably wondering, oh, which is the best? I want to do what's best for my country, but I can't figure out which it is. Uh, well, if you can't figure out which it is, uh, sometimes it's okay to just say, oh, nothing much I can do about her. I'll just carry on with my day and do stuff, do stuff about stuff that I can do stuff about, but don't do stuff about stuff that I can't do anything about, uh, which obviously I'm not going to anyway, but uh, if I can't, uh, do something about stuff that I can't do something about well there's no point me getting upset about that because getting upset uh, crying over spilled milk or crying over uh, milk that you can't put back into the cow that's not going to help anyone the crying will just add to the amount of water on the planet although now that I think about it that's probably a good thing or is it are those uh, is there salt in your tears so you're adding to the salt water of the world or maybe there's no salt in your tears I don't even know that much you see I don't even know enough about the subject to worry properly about it. So it's pointless. Absolutely fucking. I see all these uh, middle-aged men on the train when they used to commute and they'd be reading these huge broadsheet newspapers and looking very glumly at the world news. And I think, uh, why are you reading that? You would be able to do something about that before the end of this train trip. Uh, no, you're not. So put down the fucking newspaper. I took three, three, three rainfall to put together uh, if you're that great get out your fucking iPad let it read it on that for Christ's sake uh, anyway uh, where are we where are we now I think it's time for an interlude uh, with an important new announcement for Into Your Head supporters uh, that you won't have heard before uh, and it may be of interest to you it's certainly of interest to me because uh, it's uh, my arse on the line here uh, so if you want to help my arse uh, get up uh, ah, you'll see what I mean when I listen when you listen to it uh, basically a thing about iTunes have you heard of iTunes that's the thing that you're uh, you subscribe to Into Your Head In uh, whether you regardless of whether you use it or not you subscribe to Into Your Head In it anyway because uh, anyway I'll let myself explain this during the interlude uh, but first we have uh, PQ Ribber from the 
overnights keep underground at onsug.com uh, pointing out that there's still more to come on into your head. I'll probably do the one where I see an Irish over him as well. Uh, just for a bit of variety, uh, here we go. Uh, here's an, ad- an introduction to the interruption. or into your head. Do you ever shop at Amazon.com or Amazon UK? Get there through Neil's special Amazon links and Into Your Head gets a generous cut. Every time. Just visit IntoYourHead.com slash offers every time you're about to buy anything on Amazon and follow the special Amazon links to start shopping. Uh-huh. Even not to get hold with today. 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 Uh-huh. Ah, hello. This is an interruption of sorts, an interlude in which I ask a favour of my humble and ignorant and loyal listeners. Uh, Into Your Head is having some success at the moment in the iTunes charts in Ireland and the UK, and I'm trying to build on this. So if you'd like to help, uh, if you haven't done so before, please go into iTunes, search for Into Your Head, and rate and review both feeds, the main one and the reruns feed. Uh, If you've already done that, you're looking for something else to do to help uh, what you could do and you don't even need to log into iTunes to do this is just go to the iTunes store uh, find into your head uh, scroll down to the other people's uh, reviews and comments and beside each one you'll see a thing that says is this review helpful and all you do is click yes beside uh, is this review helpful besides e- beside each of the existing reviews unless you come across one that says he's a cunt in which case mark that unhelpful or ignore it uh, but no no if you go down to all of them and say this review is helpful yes and click yes uh, that'll help me further and thank you very much indeed for your support on with the show into your head monkey nuts that's what they call them they call them big steaming dolloping piles of monkey nuts and they'll be calling them monkey nuts I can tell you a hundred years from now and two hundred yeah well, that's a prediction I don't know this for a fact I don't know uh, they may well they may well be that monkey nuts will become extinct uh, but I'm sure they'll be able to bring them back to life. If you can have Jurassic Park then surely to Christ you can have artificially inseminated monkey nuts. It's not that difficult. It's just a fucking blob of brown stuff. It's like a like a big hard shit. If one of your if one of your shits was as hard as a monkey nut I can tell you you'd be worried about it. Uh, but if it was as small as a monkey nut as well uh, then it wouldn't be much of a problem as far as I can see. Uh, so a monkey nut, basically, it's the perfect, uh, the perfect shit. It's like a storm in a teacup. As uh, yeah, it's storm in a teacup. It's a, it's a storm, admittedly, but it's in a teacup, so it's not going to do much harm to anyone. It's the same with a monkey nut. A monkey nut, uh, a shit in the style of a monkey nut, uh, would cause no problem at all. Absolutely no problem, except a bit of worry on your behalf. You think, what the fuck was that? And I tell you, it won't have been a monkey nut, because I tell you. Doesn't work like that. It's not uh, push monkey nuts in and they will put puke out a monkey nut shit. No, no, a monkey nut shit. Uh, just don't be fooled by the name. A monkey nut shit is not necessarily produced by a digested monkey nut. No, no, it's probably from something else. Uh, something else entirely uh, just happens to resemble a monkey nut, and that's why it's called a monkey nut. Are we getting a bit vulgar today? I think we are. It's a bit. Well, this isn't. This isn't the sort of thing that I came into broadcast 
podcasting to talk about monkey nuts shits. Uh, certainly I'm happy to talk about monkey nuts uh, week in, week out. When we're compa- talking about shit shapes and shit sizes, I think that's a bit much. We pay the doctors to do that sort of thing. I shouldn't have to discuss excretion. Uh, no, no. Uh, for one thing, I'm not qualified to do so. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an MD. I'm not a freaking whatever you call them, general practitioner. Oh, I'm not a I'm not a whatever you call doctors and broad. You call them physicians or something. Look at me, I'm a physician. No, no. Uh, you study physics, you become a physician, surely. If you study uh, doctoring, you become a doctor or, or something. Oh, no. Uh, what do you call someone who studies physics then if they're not a physician? Uh, physic, physicskian. I don't know. Physic, physicians. Is that a thing? It's probably not. It's probably not a thing. It doesn't have to be a thing, though. It just needs to be a word that uh, my tongue can get itself around. It doesn't even need to be a real word. Uh, no, no. Uh, just because it's not a real word, that doesn't mean my vocal cords can't uh, manage it. My vocal cords are well able to do stuff that's not in the dictionary. Uh, just like a cat does. A cat can go row, row, It doesn't have to be in the dictionary for it to do so. Uh, no, no. Uh, the human body and human evolution uh, is not dictated to by some fucking publication with a list of words in it. Uh, no, no. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, Mr. Collins Gem and Mrs. What's-Her-Face Dictionary. What's that woman who I mentioned in the previous episode? Uh, uh, Miriam Webster with your dictionary. Go shove her up your arse. You're not going, your dictionary has no authority over my cat's vocal cords. Uh, so get that in your, put that in your pipe and smoke it and then go off with your freaking book chopping down trees just so you can make a list of words and try to put restrictions on the human vocal cords. Here is a fucking break. This is a free world, or at least it was before you came along with your books. Uh, these fucking books are going to be the death of us. Uh, the sooner they ban them, the better. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Anyway, on with the show. I present to you my classic vintage work of journalism, the Duck Egg De-Evolution Debacle. I've noticed that recently my fingernails have been becoming longer and longer. I assume it's because I'm evolving in some way or other, and that part of this process involves growing a shell. Frankly, this couldn't have come at a better time, because house prices here in Ireland, at time of writing several years ago, are soaring, and I can't get a decent apartment on my salary. I suppose I could grow a house if I really needed to, but it's so stressful waiting for the seas to germinate and wondering whether it's going to be a boy house or a girl house, and not that it matters, but you really need to know where the main entrance is going to be if the house is going to line up with your garden path properly. Oh, Christ, it's vulgar. Anyway, the reason why all this came up is that I was in Dublin Zoo a few weeks ago, a time of writing several years ago, and noticed that some of the staff who work in the primate section had de-evolved into monkeys. Not only that, it became apparent after a few minutes of exploring that one of the giraffes had mated with a monkey, and there was a fellow with a really long neck walking around busily trying to de-evolve so he could reintegrate himself into modern society. Now, stop me if I'm being judgmental. I don't. I think any monkey who couldn't be arsed to evolve with the rest of us a couple of million years ago does not deserve to get any respect or bananas from anyone. It's a judgment call, and I'm making it. 
When I was around six years old, I asked Santa Claus to give me a monkey for Christmas. My parents called Santa and made sure that he'd received my letter, which I had sent from Telex by my bedroom the previous evening. Uh, that's a lie. I don't lie in my creative work anymore. But at the time that I wrote this article, I used to lie a lot. Anyway, it continues. Now, I don't mean to be ungrateful, but what I received on Christmas Day was not the cute little black furry creature that I had expected. It was a tall yellow duck with an orange beak and for some reason a striped t-shirt which was sewn onto its torso. Duck egg, such was the name that I gave him, fell apart after a couple of years. They don't make stuffed toy ducks like they used to. His head started to become separated from his body at the back within a few weeks of purchase and it wasn't long before my bedroom floor was strewn with lost stuffing. Although technically it wasn't lost because I knew where it was. It was right there on the bedroom room floor. Anyway, for some reason Duck Egg had two legs and two arms, and this confused me immensely as a child. What was I supposed to think? That ducks have arms and stand upright? Well, I suppose they do stand upright, but I'm pretty sure ducks aren't supposed to have arms. It's just not the done thing. Then I realised it became mind-bogglingly obvious to me. The toy companies were conspiring to hasten the evolution of children so that they would demand more sophisticated and challenging toys from Santa the cross. They were doing this by making incorrectly limbed toy ducks, which would force the children to use every ounce of brain power that they had to try to figure out what the hell was going on. This thinking would cause their brains to grow, and that was exactly the type of evolution the toy manufacturers wanted. So that's what happened, and I'm sure you're wondering, where did the whole end? Well, I don't know. I really can't be bothered today. I should have just wrote something about cats, because that's so much easier. But no, I had to pick an unbeaten path as usual and discuss a topic, a topic about which there exists very little solid research to rely on. I probably told myself something about needing to exercise my mind or some such crap. You know, when I was in school, we used to be told to take our pencil for a walk, meaning draw a never-ending line and keep drawing until the page was covered in shapes. We were then given some pencils and told to colour the shapes in with the crayons. We could always tell when the teacher had a hangover and wanted an easy day and that's pretty much what I'm going to do now here's your crayons knock yourself out just try not to eat them because I'm not completely sure that they aren't toxic and besides you shouldn't ruin your appetite between meals if you must have a piece of fruit or a serving of vegetables instead I always find that carrot is excellent for drawing orange things you would think an orange would do it better but there's too much liquid in an orange so it's only good for watercolours although the peel is excellent for making marmalade. I've deleted the paragraph here at the end because it wasn't terribly exciting. In case you're wondering, it was a brief discussion about the problems involved in carrying out time and motion studies in marmalade factories, but you knew that already and becoming so fucking predictable these days. And ah, that's an old article of mine. I need to type this into the page here that it was used in a podcast in November. Twenty ah, bollocks, 2012, because I have a habit of accidentally repeating these things. Uh, so oh, I'll put a little note to myself there. There's a little behind-the-scenes production for you there. Uh, I hope this is recording, is it? Oh, yes, it is. That's, that's fine. Uh, so this all got recorded. Uh, so you heard a bit of my old journalistic writings from the pre-podcast. That's what I used to do before there was podcasting. I used to write crap. 
I'd lie in my bed with a laptop and type. Uh, type. Uh, I go tippity, typeity, typeity, tippity, tippity, type. And then I draw cats. I started drawing cats again, incidentally. You can find them in the comic section at hintyourhead.com. Anyway, on with the show. How much is that doggy in the window? Uh, that's what they ask. That's what they used to ask when I was a child. They'd ask, how much is that doggy in the window? Uh, which is a bit vague for my liking. Because were they asking how much the doggy that's in the window was? Or were they asking how much would it be to buy a dog in a window? Uh, the whole thing. Would you need to buy the whole front facade of the building? Or just the window? Or would there just be... Is there... Oh, would you buy the whole... I don't know the area around the window. Is there a little uh, glass cage that comprises the window? I don't know. You have to be specific with the... Now, you wouldn't get away with that nowadays. They have all sorts of legislation governing how you can advertise their price on things. Uh, if you say, hello, uh, this is on sale at 50 cents. Uh, well, it better damn well to sure us Christ as hell of being on sale, uh, on sale at 51 cents for at least six months in the last year. Or something like that. There's some sort of rule like that. Uh, well, uh, suffice to say, how uh, much is that doggy in the window? Uh, the one with the waggly tail. Uh, that's a bit now. That's a bit uh, unscientific for my liking. A uh, waggly tail. What's a waggly tail? This could be a wa- this spoon here could be a waggly tail if I melted it down a bit and made it bendy. I have a long spoon here for if I used to stir my coffee. Uh, I could make that bendy. And then it would be waggly if I made it bend. Although it probably wouldn't be all that waggly. You can only make, you can only get so much waggle out of a spoon. You'd probably be more likely likely to get a bend in it, and that wouldn't make a waggly. Oh no, waggly means flopping about loosely. Uh, you can't have a stiff uh, waggly. Uh, it's a stiff tail or a stiff spoon does not comprise a waggly tail or a waggly spoon. So no, I've, sh- uh, I've caught myself out there. Ah well, uh, wise man once said uh, he who finds out that he's wrong and admits it and learns something from it is better than you uh, better so I'm basically I'm better than you unless you've done something similar or better today and I've no way of knowing because it's not today yet I'm recording this in the past anyway help support this free podcast go to indiorhead.com slash tipjar sit Laurie sit good cast into your